This is episode number 23, Michael Jordan, Deuce Trace, big time episode. I'm stoked to be here. I'm pumped that you're listening. I love you people. Thank you for coming back for another monstrous episode. I am joined right now in the flesh with a very special individual. You know him very well. His name is Evan, a.k.a. Groupon's Worst Nightmare, a.k.a. the Bad Boy of the Michael Sarah Fan Club, a.k.a. the Brazilian Kemba Walker of Financial Offense himself, Evan Yarmo. Ev, what up, dude? How you doing, man? Hey, I'm all right. It's, uh, it's another day in the studio, baby. Oh, man, it's another day. It's another dollar, man. I like it, man. I respect it. That's a good mindset. But, Evan, I got to pump your brakes a little bit because we are here with an even more special individual. Man, bless the most high. We're very lucky to have the presence of the man, the myth, the legend. Jeremy, a.k.a. Positive J, a.k.a. the front man for the psychedelic reggae band known throughout the world oh as Treehouse, a.k.a. Mr. Million Plus on Spotify himself, a man that speaks love and positivity everywhere he goes, an influential person who is using his his life on this earth to make the world a better place around him through his music, the legend himself, Jeremy Anderson, the Treehouse. Jeremy, how are you, man? What's good, Reggae 360? Thanks for having me on. I've never had a better introduction. Damn, dude. I like that, man. That's positive already, man. I appreciate that. And we are very stoked to have you joining us because Reggae 360, we are huge fans of your music. And anyone that's listening right now is probably a fan. And if they're not, by the time we finish this episode, they're going to be a fan. And I tell you what, Jeremy, let's start this thing off right, man. Tell the people. Where are you, man? What's your vibe right now? Where are you at? What's your, uh, what's your scene? Paint a picture. All right. I'm home in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Uh, got a little bit of downtime. Uh, kicking off tomorrow toward Atlanta for some band rehearsal before our show out in that area this Saturday. Dope, man. 
Atlanta's awesome, dude. I like it, man. I love the fact that you guys are from Myrtle Beach and, and South Carolina. That whole area just fascinates me. It's just such a a dope vibe and this is coming from somebody up north man i live in boston but you know i look at where you live as like a vacation spot and and i'm curious man you guys are obviously crushing it right now but what is the music scene like down there i mean are there some other good upcoming reggae rock bands in that area i mean what's it like down there south carolina tell me uh there's not too many uh bands in this scene in this area these days at least uh from what i'm aware i don't you know we're kind of all out and about ourselves so i don't get as much of an opportunity to check out the local scene as i should uh we definitely have some some good friends you know doing it pretty well locally uh totally different vibes you know but uh there's a nice community here supportive of what's going on but i would like to see more infrastructure around here it is hard because it's a more of a tourist town so it's seasonal you know so kind of every every winter it goes into hibernation it's a little tougher but um we have a core following around here that that always shows us love you know no matter what time of year it is so we're blessed for that we've been playing here though as a we've been the house band of myrtle beach for you know eight years that's awesome man that's dope and uh i tell you what man when i think of a band i look at a couple different elements right i look at their you know musical ability and diversity their range which you guys obviously check the box there and then i i also look at kind of you know what they represent as a band what their music represents the vibe that they put out there you know there's some bands that you know they're they're more like fun kind of party bands there's some bands that that bring like almost a philosophical vibe like their music kind of speaks and it almost preaches to an extent and one thing i noticed about you guys that that stood out right away is you guys have a dope mission statement. And I don't know if you guys call it a mission statement, but that's what when I read it, dude, that's what it says to me. It's it's love, peace, gratitude, compassion, positivity, awareness, empowerment, awakening, enlightenment. Our endeavor is whatever we can do to realize and actualize these concepts within this world. That's what hits you right when you go to your website. And I feel like that's an important thing for people to understand when they're listening to your music is is that's what you guys represent. Can you speak to um, kind of how how you guys link some of those concepts into into your music and and how you see yourselves as kind of vehicles to to spread those concepts? Yeah, um, I wrote those words and I believe it. You know, that's what I strive toward personally in life. And as we as we found ourselves, you know, in front of more and more people, with I definitely feel a responsibility to use that opportunity in a more positive way from whatever constructive point I can. Um, you know, I, I feel like I voice it a lot better in the music. I like to keep it a, as a simple mantra almost. Uh, and I, I've found that put, putting it in that form makes it a lot more absorbable than getting muddied up in a bunch of words trying to explain it you know uh the vibe really is a crucial thing you know and if you yeah. can if you can implant the vibe you can say a lot more without words than you need to damn dude uh -oh. that's dope i feel like you just answered my question by saying you can't the answer to my question is so dope that you can't put it into words <laughs> dude, i like that <laughs> so that makes it easier to answer right uh, <laughs> 
Dude, that's awesome. Next time I'm at a job interview, I'm going to use that. (laughs) That's dope, dude. I've I've always felt that music has this sacred power. Some people, you know, I mean, music is a, is a broad thing. It's a, a lot of people can take it for different meanings. You know, some people take it a lot more casually. Some people equate it to the meaning of life, you know, yeah. some people devote their whole life around music, you know? Yeah. Oh, damn, the bat phone's ringing. I like it. Business on the line. That's the other line, (laughs) If you need to take it, dude, we can cut it out and you can handle it. No worries. All right. All right, man. I'm going to keep you. So, um, yeah, we, uh, I've seen that transformative power in music, you know, and I've, I see the effect. I do it, you know, myself every night. So to me, uh, it's it's also a personal thing you know if i if i'm going to put my heart into something that that has the power to affect another person you know a, across the spectrum in every way like i want that i want the reciprocation of that to be a positive thing i want to see it enlivened in their eyes that you know it's quote you know blowing their mind if if we can uh, achieve that Well, you've blown my mind a few times, so <laughs> yeah, right, I appreciate that, man. And and uh, and that's just that's that's just awesome. Like for me, music always kind of pulls me back to where I need to be, especially the type of music that you put out. I I uh, a lot of times like love, peace, gratitude, compassion, positivity. These are all things that I strive for. And sometimes I have days where I'm a little bit further away from that, and and I might throw on one of your songs to help kind of pull me back and refocus me. So uh, thank you for putting that stuff out there, man, because people need it. I need it. So so thank you for that. And, um, you know, to kind of further expand on that, I, I feel like, you know, a band that's putting out this good music, this good energy into the universe, you got to expect that that's going to be returned to you. And I almost see that happening in real time when, when I look at some of the success that you guys have had, some of the, um, not to say a pun, some of the blessings that have come your way. And one of the things that stood out to me is, Man, you guys do numbers when it comes to your music. And, and one song in particular, Blessings, the single that you guys put out, it was picked up almost in a divine way, almost as if it was meant to be. That's a platform for you, a catapult for you. Stephen Marley and Kimani Marley uh, picked it out as one of the top 10 songs of, of hundreds of contestants in the Marley Music Uprising. And that song boosted to a new level can you talk about that experience like how that was to just to see you get that kind of recognition and to see a song that was so good be put out there and and be heard by so many people uh yeah it's exhilarating uh it was really cool to to imagine that you know Stephen marley or king money marley was listening to our song and you know actually not only listened to it but thought it was decent enough to be in the running so we were really excited even back then when that was happening and um it so we kind of put blessings out there you know uh to a great extent and um didn't even really realize how far it actually resonated after that uh we had a few years ago our our friend in uh, roots of rebellion called me up and said uh, how did you how did you guys break that how are you doing so well with blessings i'm like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) 
So he had to show me uh, the Spotify numbers on it, and I couldn't believe it myself. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's a mistake. So uh, it was really cool to see that, and it's still, uh, you know, spreading out there today. We, we get some great news on our Spotify page, you know, like that we have a whole following in Indonesia and Brazil and Chile. So uh, <laughs> we're kind of like, how do we... How do we reach these people? How, how are we getting to Indonesia? Dang, dude. Worldwide, global, the global reach. I like it. It's nice. I mean, it's definitely, it's weird how everything has changed so much since we started as a band. You know, I mean, all these platforms that everybody's so used to now that didn't exist pretty much when we began. So, so much has changed and it's really like revolutionized. I mean, we never, when we began, we never conceived of how our music could be in Canada, let alone across the world. Yeah, that's a trip, man. That's a trip to think about. But um, that's dope for them that they get the honor of being able to listen to your art, man. So that's that's just as much of a blessing for them as it is for you guys. So um, I'm definitely pumped. And you're right, man. Things have changed dramatically. It's a different game nowadays. Nowadays, I feel like a lot of people you know, are, are focused more on streaming, getting on playlists, kind of like social media marketing, attacking that kind of digital battleground when it comes to getting your music heard. Um, I'm curious, man, as the times have changed, have, has your strategy as a band changed as well? Like, have you guys adjusted to the times and tried different things? Or or uh, how have you guys met that change that you just talked about? Um, we have, you know, it's just building the team and finding the people that that are on top of this changing game and uh we lucked out with our uh you know great people to work with uh we're working with a uh, blue avenue music group and uh they've helped us out you know basically structure like treehouse wouldn't exist without them i could say they've structured our uh, everything that we don't know what we're doing about, you know, to save us basically. So it's definitely afforded us to focus on music a little bit more. But uh, as an independent band, I mean, just figuring out the, you know, it's it's tough at every step, you know. So uh, we're still figuring it out to this day because it's always changing too. Again, so it's not like you can get the grasp on it and then just go forward forever you know it's a constant staying on top of it absolutely absolutely and it's it's interesting man um you know last week we uh we spoke with fernando delgado who manages um educated fools and and he dropped the analogy that you know a band is a business right i mean it's a business and it's funny when you talk about business, a lot of people that love reggae rock music, they get kind of turned off by the idea of a, a business because music is supposed to be about the passion and the love for the music. But at the same time, man, you almost need that business engine behind the music to help get it out there to people to be heard. Otherwise, you might never get heard. And, and you guys are certainly, you know, you have that engine behind you. And, and like I said earlier in the conversation, check all the other uh, you know, boxes in terms of, you know, talent and, and what you stand for. So that's very cool to see that synergy and what you guys are accomplishing uh, with that. And, and uh, I'm definitely a fan, man. And, and people are watching. 
people are seeing what you guys are doing, man, and, and it's working. So, um, so big up, dude. I respect that big time. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. And actually, you know, I was doing a little bit of research, man, and I've noticed. So Treehouse has brushed elbows with some of the reggae rock elite, right? Dan Kelly, Eric Rachmani. I mean, these are people that have been on songs with you. And, and uh, you know, I know even touring, like the list goes on. I mean, Badfish, everybody, you guys have, I feel like, um, built some sort of a network with. I mean, you mentioned Roots of Rebellion earlier. Love Roots of Rebellion. I'm curious, was there any kind of interaction with some of these like real super famous reggae rock people that kind of stood out to you? Was there anyone that you connected with or or maybe has really kind of helped you out in some way or or has been kind of a, a part of helping Treehouse get to where they are or even just been a friend or a mentor to you? Is there anyone that stands out that you want to shout out right now? Um, well, we have, yes, we have kind of run into uh, virtually most of the industry, you know, uh, in our years of doing it. And uh, I, I like to think, you know, in that seven degrees kind of way, you know, we're, we're almost like one degree away from everyone. It's, it's weird that uh, way of manifestation. Um, we just had our latest single natural high featuring Dan Kelly, you know, we've seen fortunate youth come through some of the, the old school venues in Myrtle beach, like back in the day when we were just starting up. So we've, uh, you know, we've been there for every trek they've come through over the East coast and, uh, seeing how they've grown and, uh, really just stayed in touch with them. They've always been really friendly, approachable people. And, uh, like most of the people in our, industry fortunately and uh, so we lined up this uh so, you know basically when i wrote the the hook to natural high i was like this this song's calling dan kelly you know it's like a fortunate youth style so and he was totally cool with the whole flow of everything he was just down for it so uh we knocked out a recording then a few months later we knocked out a music video out in la so um, he's he's been really helpful, you know, just approachable at all. Stick figure we met a long time ago, and they've always been really cool. Um, we've we opened for Michael Franti one time, and uh, we have just this running joke that we we ate Michael Franti's salmon. You ate his salmon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I you mean, know, is we, that a running yeah. joke, or is that a thing that happened? <laughs> That's the thing that happened. That's why we talked about it. It was funny, you know. Uh, just it was a shared meal in the back, and uh, one of our band members was eating some of uh, some of the salmon there. And I think Michael Franti gave him a little joking, you know. Are you eating my salmon, man? <laughs> Dude, Michael Franti's so positive, he would probably just be like, you know what? I'm just so happy that you got to enjoy my salmon. He totally uh, was. <laughs> he totally was. He was probably super stoked that somebody else got enjoyment from his salmon. That's how awesome of an individual Michael Franti is, dude. That's hilarious. I like it. Definitely. And, um, you know, we've gotten so many encounters with these people, and it's nothing like crazy. You know, they're just casual people, just like, 
everyone else and uh but they're they've been really nice i don't really have any bad stories about that's good that's good man you're right people are nice especially in this in this industry at least everyone i've run into i think that's one of the good things about doing this podcast we just get to talk to so many positive artists who are just yeah and you find out they're just real people they say don't meet your heroes but damn it every week i meet my heroes and i'm like hey this is kind of cool i like (laughs) working out yeah man I mean, Jeremy, so you've been around the block. You've played with everybody. I mean, it sounds like you've met a lot of different people out there. Um, What do you think about the current state of reggae rock music? Ooh. Wow, good question. Um, I think it's still growing. I think it's, you know, definitely uh, a movement that's um, gaining momentum. I mean, you can see it in the whole U.S. scene. I mean, you see that... uh, Cali Roots and Reggae Rise Up just partnered up. I mean, that's been the, that's the whole country representing our scene right now. Power moves. <laughs> you all right, Jeremy? You still with us? Uh, yeah, my nephew's trying to join the Dude, interviews. N- no worries. Him. We we were uh, we were talking to Innovision once and uh he had his nephew on his shoulder the whole time while he's walking through a mall so um so no worries and the other thing we can edit anything out too if you if you need to deal with something so so no stress man um that's dope man yeah yeah i mean the 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 reggae rock scene is definitely interesting. You're right. I think they're there. It's growing. I feel like there's a lot of bands that are coming up, man. I feel like the, the playing field is being leveled and we're, we're going to see the rise of a lot of really, really dope bands yourself. Uh, Treehouse definitely being one. You mentioned roots of rebellion, huge fan of those guys. Autic empire. Obviously I'm, I'm uh, biased to them because I work with them. I love Autic empire, but there's just this big layer of these insanely talented bands that are they're just growing and growing and growing the elevators the late ones i mean the list goes on and on and on so yeah uh, yeah, there's another wave coming up and uh i I enjoy seeing that um a lot of people are putting out a lot of good music lately so that's that's a big thing you know uh we're, we're definitely working on uh producing more quickly you know uh because it, just the process of it can, you know, end up taking a while. But I've kind of got a, a list of songs on the back burner ready to fire out once we get that those wheels in motion. Ooh, a little foreshadowing for the future. The people might get some new songs, dude. I like Yeah, we've it. been working for a while on our upcoming album. should be due out uh, later this year. And then, you know, we're already ready to hit the studio again uh basically we've been a live band for most of these years you know we're definitely more experienced touring than we are in the studio so i'm just ready to get back into the studio and sit around and doodle and i mean just to spend time in that creative space you know will flower a whole new album i believe it I believe it. So can you can you give us any teasers, man? Like album name, features, like like anything. I mean, if you if you got to keep it under wraps, I respect it. I'm not I'm not putting you under the gun here, but, uh, but. for you guys, I think I can divulge a little Ooh. bit. Um, we've we've let it slip a little bit. 
Um, the upcoming album is called Full Immersion. Oh, I like it. And there's, there's actually a tease to that in the Natural Highs song, the latest single. That's the bridge. Is no diversion, full immersion. I like it. I was going to say that sounded familiar. Full immersion. Dang, yes. dude, that's so, big news. I like it. We, we've got some uh, album art from Christopher Morphis. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's, I follow him on Instagram. Yeah, he's, he's done dope, some great dude. work. So we were excited to work with him. We've just been kind of sitting on that, waiting for it all to hit. So, um, And uh, we're planning uh, one of our next releases from that album. That upcoming album is a collaboration with Roots of a Rebellion. Yes, dude. Yes, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fire. Oh, that is going to be absolute fire. I can't wait. Um, Dang, so album coming this year. Man, that means you guys are going to be in the Reggae 360 Album of the Year competition. I like it. Yeah, we we hope it won't be too too late on the year. You know, we're shooting for like October, November. So, oh, man. And you just gave me something to look forward to this year, man. I appreciate that. October, November. I like it. That's I, know we saw, we saw the, I mean, it was a, a stiff competition last year, so it uh, seemed like a, I was definitely following it. Yeah. Yeah, it's big, man. I, you know, the Reggae 360 fans love it. We love doing it. I mean, it. It was crazy last year. I think it was uh, Bumpin' Uglies in the Elevators. Um, but there were so many dope albums, like Ballyhoo made a strong push. I mean, it, it, everything was just neck and neck. Um, man, Slightly Stupid. Just everybody put out dope music, and, and uh, it was fun to watch. It was fun to check in. Um, so, so I think this year it's only going to be bigger. We're only going to do more things, and it's only going to be a bigger platform. So, um I have no doubt you guys are going to do very well, and, and certainly excited to uh, to hear that. And you guys have a pretty pretty solid fan base too. I feel like a lot of these like album of the year contests comes down to your fans, how engaged you are, and and you guys have a pretty solid fan group. So I'm pumped. I'm stoked. I, I can't wait. That's awesome. Me too. Yeah, man. Well, awesome. All right, so. So right now you said you got a, you got some some dates coming up in Atlanta. Are you going to be are you going to be touring? You guys doing putting a tour together right now? I mean, what what can the people look forward to in terms of seeing you guys live? Where are you guys yeah. going to be at? We have a nice run coming up. We do have our show in Atlanta this Saturday in the Atlanta area at a uh, Huey Louis. Okay, but um, we actually kick off uh, a big tour at the end of the month. We'll be playing. Shangri-La Festival in Minnesota. Yes. Yeah, that's dope. So that's uh, Naco and Medicine for the People, The Mm -hmm. Movement, Propadelic, Satsang, Indubious, Mike Love, Kat Haley, Natalie Rise. That's a stacked lineup. Wow. um, Wookie Foot is one of my favorite bands. Uh, If you haven't listened to them, I highly recommend it um, for positive, inspirational, all over the place range. Yeah. Good music. So this is the first time I get to see him live. We're going for the whole festival, just hanging out and mingling. You know, we we haven't really made it out to Minnesota, so uh, this is a fun opportunity we're looking forward to. Just hanging out with at the campfire with some of these musicians. 
That's dope, man. Yeah, I actually, uh, I lived in Minnesota for a while, and uh, I was, Wookie Foot was on my radar at that time because uh, they were so big out there. And actually, we were talking to Matt Rhodes from Chopadelic uh, a couple episodes ago who also shouted out Wookie Foot. In fact, they featured Wookie Foot um, on a song in this in the album they dropped this year. They came out dope, man. W- Wookie Foot is, like, I feel like they're, every musician's favorite band but i think the like the mainstream needs to know more about wookie foot i feel like um people are missing out if, if you don't know wookie foot you need to go uh do a little bit of research but that's just so dope that man those names dude nako whew, man natalie rise the movement you guys oh man i might need to start looking at plane tickets to minnesota man that's that's big that's big time yeah not too late What's that? What's that festival life for you, man? I know you guys play a lot of festivals, uh, Jeremy. Like, you know, what do you look forward to for these festivals aside from obviously rocking the show? Like, like, do you enjoy the after uh, the ceremonies after? Like, like you said, hanging out by a campfire, maybe playing the guitar, having a couple of beers with the fans, with the people. Like, what's that lifestyle for you? Like, what do you look forward to with these things? I personally enjoy it. You know, if I if we weren't so busy with the band, I would be at the most of those festivals anyway. Um, so I really enjoy when it's just honestly really bittersweet when we have to play a festival and then dip out like right after I enjoy hanging out, even if it means, you know, throwing up a tent or a hammock or whatever. But, um, I think some of the most magical times come from that because it's the, the worst part about a show is that it ends, you know, so at a festival everybody's still there after the show it's like the show didn't end you know it's just what else do we do for the show now (laughs) so some of those late night gatherings are my favorite times in my life uh beautiful things have happened after the headliner is done you know that's when i like festivals that a lot for that campfire time and uh, actually shangri-la has a whole like the thursday night is the campfire sing-along for whoever's there and that's supposed to be just as cool as the rest of the festival. But um, we've had moments like at Festival of Fire in Ohio uh, last year. We had a, uh, it was us, the Elevators, Ayaterra, and Indubious all jamming around this one cabin, and uh, you know, sixty people just probably even more than that just crowded all around, and it became a whole sing along thing, you know. Damn. And uh, a few years back, the same thing happened at a, at a I Revived Music Festival where uh, it was Fear Nothing Band, Sundried Vibes, Treehouse, and uh, a few others, you know, and then a hundred people just all singing One Love. Damn, dude. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That I'm sure moments like that make it all worthwhile, man. I, I, I couldn't imagine. Um, That's really, that's really, really dope. That's all the more reason uh, to try to get out to Minnesota, man. I might really, really uh, look into doing that. And certainly anyone that's listening to this should probably do the same because um, that's better than backstage access, baby. That's like that's like a private acoustic concert after the fact next to a next to a fire, man. I love it. That's, uh, that's cool, man. That's cool. Well, um, I look forward to that. I'm sure you're pumped for it. It sounds like you guys have a lot going on. New music's on the way. Um, just big things coming for for Treehouse, man. I'm I'm stoked for the future, man. I'm pumped. That's awesome. 
Me too. Uh, so actually, we'll be up your way uh, twice on that tour. We're playing uh, Wormtown Music Festival in Greenfield, Massachusetts. Okay. okay. On uh, September 13th. We're actually playing a super late night jam set for that. So that'll be really interesting. And then we come back the next weekend to play the Boston Freedom Rally with Bad Fish and Spiritual Res. Yes. That'll be very interesting. So Evan, hopefully we can come kick it in person up there. Dude, we'll get the Reggae 360 squad together, and we'll definitely be out there, man. We'll definitely say what's up. Come support you guys. That's uh, that's dope. That Freedom Fest, too, man. That's, that's right in my neck of the woods. That's got to be interesting. Evan, I know you have some history with the Freedom Fest. <laughs> I uh, I've been down there once or twice in the past. I think Freedom Fest was a little more uh a little more interesting back in the day when it was actually fully illegal in mass, but they're still fighting for <laughs> fighting for something over there, you know? Right, yeah. Um actually the first time I went there I was twelve and it was my grandmother's birthday and we went to the Freedom Rally, but <laughs> Nice. Yeah, it's like now they're like they're like, what are you guys doing? Weed's legal. <laughs> I mean, what? What? Actually, I probably shouldn't speak without knowing. What is the Freedom Fest about? Is it? Is it for the rights for for cannabis users or what? Like what? Evan, you know, maybe you've been there. Obviously, yeah, that's, OG. that's the whole thing. It's all about freedom to. I love it. You know, yeah, use cannabis. And that puts it on. Oh, okay. Oh god, that's gonna be awesome, man! I saw Mighty Mystics gonna be there too. Yes, Mighty Mystic, um, no dope. Yeah. And uh, the alchemistics. Yes, yes, sir. What a blessing! That's fire. I'm definitely going to be there. We'll get Mark Lemay. I know he's he's not here on this podcast today. He's been suspended, uh, you know. Um, <laughs> but uh, he'll be he'll be in effect there too, man. That that's uh that's dope, man. I'm pumped. So yeah, that'll be nice to meet you, Jeremy. Definitely. Thank you for blessing us today for talking about your music for getting the giving the fans a little glimpse of what's to come for teasing the people a little bit man and and um, we're gonna be here for the ride so uh much love before we wrap up i want to jump into a little segment we call rapid fire basically we just throw out a word jeremy and you give us like your first reaction to it like whatever comes in your mind it could be one word it could be a couple it could be a whole Rant. I mean, whatever you feel. If when we throw something out, just give us the first thing that pops in. Uh, you up for that? Uh, yeah, my brain's working a little slow, but let's see what happens. All right, I respect that. I respect that, man. Don't worry, we're gonna set you up for success, man. We're not, uh, you know, we're not gonna make you look bad. And you can say pass. We're in, we're introducing that as okay. a new uh, element to this game. If you just want to say pass. Because your brain's working slow. You probably had a long day putting that grind in, putting that work in, man. And, and thank you for making time here at the end of this uh, beautiful uh, Monday evening. Much love. That note, let's get it kicked off. All right. All right. First word, authenticity. Virtue. Virtue. I like it, dude. Roots reggae. Real music. Real. R E A L music. I like it. All right. Bike week. It Redneck could be. Riviera. What's that? Redneck Riviera. Oh, okay. What is that? Redneck Riviera. That sounds Redneck like a strain Riviera. of weed. Yeah, that's, that's what that should be. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's that's what some people call Myrtle Beach area. You know, it's a 
it's like a interesting uh, mash of cultures here. So, so admittedly, like, black bike like, always just throws yes. it in. It's it just gets crazy slammed during bike week and it, the spectacles galore. Oh man, I could only imagine. That's got to get rowdy. If it's anything like the show Eastbound and Down, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not far off. That's somewhere I got to be. So it's like at least once in my life because that's got to be just rowdy. Let's check it out. I mean, I, I I imagine you know if you bring a bike down, you get into the middle of it. You're gonna have fun. Uh, <laughs> you know, I grew up with it, so I have yeah. a whole other. I'm just like, oh, traffic week. It means. Uh, so uh, we usually try to be on tour during that week. You know, I figure I've experienced enough of those. Any any good stories from like from your maybe growing up, get getting after it a little? I don't know if you ever uh, partook in the festivities or, or maybe just avoided it. I don't know. Um, you know, down at like, so I'm originally from North Myrtle Beach, uh, like 30 minutes north of like what most people think of like the Myrtle Beach Strip. You know. Uh, so I never really went out of my way to get in the middle of that. Anytime I did, I was, it's just a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a more neon Las Vegas. I would assume, you know, it's like, a, but with a weird hole, you can't gamble either. So it's just like people oh, don't yikes. even know what they're doing there, except just causing trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's uh. Like I said, I'm sure I, I want to experience that once in my life, but definitely probably not twice. Uh, that sounds like a like a like a real rowdy uh, situation you guys got down there. But um, if anyone said uh, Myrtle Beach doesn't know how to party, then they're wrong. So yeah, uh, I agree. <laughs> that's dope. All right, next word, Jeremy. Friendship. Community. Okay. Friendship will build the community. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I respect it. Next word. This is going to be a tough one. This is going to be a little controversial. I know we try not to get too political on this podcast. You know, we try to keep things simple. But, man, this is just a curveball coming out of left field. All right, ready? Tacos. Tacos. Oh, man. CF, that's a a controversy across the – the board actually i don't think it's too much but it is a question i feel like it's a presumed controversy but everybody knows the answer it, you're right and, dude and you know, i know the answer but what is the answer soft tacos actually the the yes. extra credit answer is the gordita crunch you know what i'm saying like hey, the hard yeah. taco inside the soft taco oh man dude put a little sour cream on that bad boy yep. layer of cheese in the middle yes sir dude fun fact uh, the elevators and bumping ugly, uh, bumping uglies right now, dude. They've got beef and it's all over tacos. Um, so you know we have, we try to keep things positive in the reggae rock world, but you know what? Until that beef gets squashed with a taco competition, I mean, I think we all just have to you know be on our toes a little bit, man. There's a little tension out there until that gets handled. So um, yeah, I've heard talk about a taco competition, so. Maybe it's in the works. I hope so, man. I hope so. Uh, I heard they, they talk about it. Oh, I see what you did there, dude. I like it, man. Let's talk about it. Um, Evan, you got the next word? Justice. Damn, that went from a lighthearted topic to a 
It just got real. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where to take that, man. Um, you can say justice, pass. Justice prevails. Facts. All right. <laughs> I like it. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> all right. Avocado. Avocado question for you. Ooh, <laughs> dude, your your food puns. I don't even know if you called. No, your. What do you call that? A food. Uh, I, I call them my funds. Your funds, dude. I, man, dude. Um, have a have a got a question for you. I like it. Um, last one, and hopefully uh, you don't transform this one into a different expression. Uh, reggae three hundred and sixty. Reggae three hundred and sixty. Your source for reggae news. Yeah. You heard it here first, baby. You heard it here first. I like it, man. Well. You survived. Jeremy, you survived Rapid Fire. You survived episode number 23 of For the Vibes by Reggae360. How do you feel, man? Uh, Man, I feel accomplished. I'm going to Disney World. Yes. Yes. Yes, you are. All expenses paid. <laughs> we're, we're send- <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> uh, no, on a serious note, Jeremy, thank you so much for uh, blessing us with your time tonight, man. You're you're a fun individual, man, and, and it's very easy to understand why uh, you're so successful, man. Because you're positive, you got good energy, man. You sound like you're just a good dude, and, and you're, it comes out in your music. So um, I can't wait for later this year for that album hopefully i can catch you two times here in new england on tour and and um yeah man just just thank you dude thank you for your time appreciate you absolutely jb and evan thanks for having me on the show and uh i'll definitely uh let's stay in touch and i'll slip you all the new stuff we got coming out Ooh, i like it i like the way that sounds all right jeremy take it easy brother all right much love yes sir interview what a phenomenal interview that interview allowed me to transcend into a different plane of consciousness into the astral plane where I looked around and I was surrounded by beautiful blessings positive vibrations okay Jeremy he is a, a spiritual thought leader he is a, a an advanced human being that is creating art that influences the world, the world around us. It's art you need to be consuming on a daily basis and giving praise and thanks for because that art is what separates us from being savages. And Evan, I know from time to time 
You've been known to be pretty savage. A lot of people like you for that quality. But tell me, when you listen to that profound, dope, powerful music from Treehouse, what does that do to your little tiny soul? What? It makes it grow, JB. It went from being a tiny little soul to just a regular little soul. Um, I'm surrounded by empty white claws and Coronas right now. And that interview was just with a very genuine person that's not afraid to tell you how they truly feel, think, and act. And is somebody that you can really appreciate, not only from an artistic perspective, but a personal one as well. Dude, I could not have said it any better myself my brother do well put fuck man you know what anyone that's listening to this man show love to treehouse if you don't know you won't know but if you knew better you do better and i'll tell you what now you know so now you had no excuse download treehouse stream listen bump that shit support them because what jeremy and the boys are doing is dope okay enough about that Let's talk about why you're here. Why are you in the second half of the podcast? Why are you listening to your boy JB? Not just because I have a... Huh? Go on. What'd you say? Why am I here? Evan, we'll get to that. Listen, all of the answers will be revealed shortly, but the people are listening right now because, first of all, they love the sound of my voice because my voice is smooth and sexy, and they love reggae rock music, and that's what we do. We talk about reggae rock music. Okay, in the second half of the interview, we talk about all of the music that dropped last Friday, and we give our take, our quick take, our hot take on the music. We give a little review, if you will, and we put a little snippet for you. So maybe you like it, maybe you want to download it, maybe you want to go to Reggae360 on Instagram and comment on our podcast post and say, hey, I like this song, or I like this song, whatever, whatever you want to do, we're supportive of you, okay? Evan. Is also a part of this thing. Evan, tell the people what you do and what you bring to the table. Man, on a regular basis, I help out with uh, audio video uh, for Reggae 360 for the Vibes podcast. Uh, I'm also here just as emotional support to JB. I'm here to ask a question here and there during an interview, talk about my take on some reggae songs, uh, and really just... Just hold his hand through the process. So you're like sure a, you're, you're like an emotional support dog for me. Like if we were to get if we were to take a flight to Annapolis, Maryland tomorrow, I could take you on the plane and be like, no, it's my emotional support dog. Correct. D A W G. My dog. Anyway, so. Let's jump into it. We're wasting your time. Listen, well, I don't know where you are, what you're doing listening to this, but I, I will tell you, I love you. I have nothing but positive things to say about you. I don't know you personally, more than likely. But if you're listening to this right now, that means you're doing something right in your life. And that's going to pay dividends. That's going to show financial exponential growth. You're going to be playing Financial offense, baby, because you're that dope and I believe in you. That being said, we got to talk about a song that we missed last episode, but is worthy of a whole goddamn episode dedicated to it. But we're not going to do that to you. We're just going to play a little bit and talk about it. 
And it's by a little somebody that you may know. If you listened to For the Vibes podcast before, his name is Matt Rhodes, a.k.a. Rhodes Icarus. It's his solo work. The front man of Tropodelic, if you don't know. Well, now you do. Repent by Rhodes Icarus. But it's been dark, dark, colder than my heart, heart. Living by the lake shore, surely played a part. Taking all the anguish and I turn it into art. Like the different shade of grape for every string on my guitar. Instead of deflecting all the guilt and indiscretion, I've been shifting my perspective in an uplifting direction. I will water down the message you could swallow or reject it. It's been hard enough to garner all the strength that you projected. I won't waste another second snoring, being that person on grata. Cause it's been tragic, but I'll turn that shit to magic, tada. I was a sheep, but now I seek to be the shepherd. I'm my head to greener pastures, and hasn't been the pleasure. While examining my worth, I weigh the damage and the hurt. Insane lyricism. First of all, that song starts off with a dope vibe. The picture that you might see on iTunes or Spotify, wherever it gets you music, is a picture of what I'm assuming is Matt Rhodes as a Boy Scout. Okay, and I remember two years ago when Reggae360 did an interview with Matt Rhodes. This is before we had the podcast, so it's a written interview. You can find it reggae 360com Com. That's reggae360.com. Dot com. But, and in that interview, he talks about his musical influences. He said growing up in Cleveland, he wanted to be a rapper. He loved rap. He had a passion for rap. But he said everyone around him, was they were all trying to be a rapper. So he wanted to be something different. So he started this band. He started exploring different musical talents. And, and you know what? Now... Listening to that song, Matt Rose, sir, you are a rapper, dude. He spits bars, man. He spits heat, dude. That is a fire song. And and Matt Rose, when you listen to his music, man, that shit, I can relate so much to Matt Rhodes' music because it's almost as if he writes it from the standpoint of someone who faced a shitload of adversity, who maybe went down the wrong path when they were younger, who made a lot of mistakes, who did a lot of bad things, who got involved maybe with the wrong crowd, who went down the wrong path, and is now at this later stage in life pulling themselves away from those past mistakes and just trying to be a better person every day, trying to strive for the best version of themselves and you know what that comes out of Matt's music and it's something that hits home for me and this song's fire man and and shit it's 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 just it's very genuine music maybe your life was just a fucking uh you know uh easy breezy fucking time maybe you'd face no adversity maybe everything just came easy to you but a lot of us we had a struggle we had to go through some shit to become who we are and i tell you what matt rose makes music for people like me and maybe people like you too, depending on your experience. So, um, dope song, Evan. You faced some adversity in your life. You no, were born. Never. Everything's always gone swimmingly for me. Were Day. you born with one leg that was half an inch longer than the other, and it's just been a, a burden to to bear your whole life? Well, that's that's true, JB. I'm sorry. I don't mean to bring up something sensitive. Well, you did. Well, you know what? Go listen. 
<laughs> to repent by Rhodes Icarus and strive to be a better person because that's what it's all about, baby, in the end of the day. And sometimes in the end of the day, I like a little spliff. Speaking of that, there's a man named Conquer Spliff with a song called Never Gonna Give You Up. Never Gonna Give You Up by Conquer Spliff. Dope song. That bass song reminds me of Sublime. Oh, but it's so, so, so very different at the same time. Conquer Spliff. like a massage for your eardrums I feel like I just had a shiatsu massage on my my inner my inner cochlear uh goddamn uh what's a have a name name something inside your ear no <laughs> you could say the inner ear that's a part there we go the inner oh, ear what about the swimmer's ear is the, that I feel like the the cochlear panel is something, but I could be totally off. But needless to say, Conquer Spliff massaged the shit out of our eardrums with that banger. Never going to give you mm. up. And again, it starts with that smooth bass line. It, I thought I was listening to like the Sublime. Um, it just it just it just reminded me of that, like the the Riot song. And it's a crisp sound. Man. It's like that real roots. Reggae is smooth like velour. It's a love song. It's a type of song you might want to throw on if you're in a real healthy relationship. <laughs> Evan, man, you know all like about healthy relationships. Man. I, everyone just know. Everyone knows that about you. I know a lot about relationships. So that song, that song is like the lyrics are a love song, but the beat behind it is something sexy and dark. Like oh. Like, baby, love me. Like, you're trying to convince love. somebody. You know, it's not. That's soul. Right. You're not like, hey, love me. You're like, hey, hey. love me. You know what I'm talking about, JB. Ooh, shit, you're goddamn right I do, boy. But on a scale from zero to certified banger, it's a certified banger, you would say. It's definitely not in bunk town. Ooh. Are you BTF, dude? Are you... Are you BTF right now? Like, are you are you BTF? Honestly, I, I'm BTF right now. Ooh, shit, dude. Let's uh, TF then, dude. 
Evan, the segue only works if you cue the music up at the right time, bro. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't, it took me a second to realize what you meant by BTF. Bunk Town Falls, baby. Officer, that new banger. Straight out of NYC, represent... Got a lot of loving and we're not afraid to spread it all around. I'm going to ask you one more time. I'm going to ask you one more time. Are you BTF? I'm BTF. Are you BTF? I'm BTF. <laughs> don't, don't take that snippet and show it to any of my prospective employers in the future, please. Dude, listen, if you're BTF, you should be proud to fucking represent. BTF stands for Bunktown Falls, which is the name of the band we just listened to. The single officer just dropped, and the lyrics got a lot of love, and we're not afraid to spread it around, dude. I love what BTF stands for, man. They're, first of all, they're sponsored by Smoke Flower, the boys, Smoke Flower, who also, uh, you know, back Autic Empire, a little band that I have a strong affiliation for. And you know what? I'm looking at Bunktown Falls. Do they play shows with Pacifier, SoFlo? They're kind of that surfer, ska, punk, rock, reggae sound. They rep the lifestyle, man. And I noticed they linked up with a little band out here called Over the Bridge and Pierre Ave, another band from over the way here in Massachusetts, even though technically we're in New Hampshire. I'm from Mass, so I fuck with Over the Bridge and Pierre Ave very heavily. It's an authentic sound, man. This is beer pong music dude you played this bump this shit while you're playing beer pong with your boys man it's the type of music that you might uh have playing in the background where you knock on the door of your roommate and ask for a trojan at three o'clock in the morning not that i've ever been there but that's the type of music you play because this shit is genuine and it hits home i love it bungtown falls man they they're dope they got a unique sound i can't wait to see more from them officer Fire song, house party song. Evan, do you concur? I concur. Hashtag beer party song, beer, beer pong song. Man. Beer pong song. <laughs> ding, ding, oh, I can't talk today. That's all right, because you can talk today, JD. I can't talk either, man. What's the point of talking, dude? This is just a podcast. That's true. We don't need to really be good at talking. Look, the people aren't here for us. What are they here for? The people we're interviewing, the music we're listening to, the news that's going on, like uh, our voices are just a just a, a vessel for Ooh. for the reggae rock. Damn, dude, yeah, it spoke to me. You're right, damn. The people don't give a fuck about me. They just want to hear my voice talk about what they do give a fuck about, and I'll keep doing that. Okay, Bunktown Falls, Conquer Spliff.
Rhodes Icarus. That's what they're here for. What else are they here for? That's a that's a great question, JP. Do you have an answer? Oh, oh, what's that? What's that? Oh, oh. by cashed out jb what tell up? them a little bit about what happened there well cashed out man they've got a very very distinct sound i love cashed out man this album is so strong it's such a powerful message to the reggae rock world saying god damn that music come on out of florida cashed out is absolutely dope it's just realized music man it's it's like a lot of the songs are powerfully written. Like they're written by somebody who's been through some shit. Like a lot of the songs that they talk about relationships, I cannot think it there, but like if you're in a perfect, happy relationship, this ain't the album for you, man. If you've been through, through some things, some ups and downs, some real life situations with a significant other, cashed out can probably relate. And they do with these. Each song is a vibe. It's kind of like last year, man, we had the album of the year competition between Bumpin' Uglies and the Elevators. And I always felt like Elevators was such a smooth album that you could just play it start to finish. Bumpin' Uglies was more of an album where each song had its own vibration, its own energy that just fit a situation depending on what you're going through. I feel like Cash Out is more like the latter, more like Bumpin' Uglies. Like each song has its own kind of flavor. You know, but it's also a song that you can play start. To, uh, it's an album you can play start to finish, man. Don't get me wrong, that's dope, man. Um, <laughs> I fuck with Cash Out Heavy. They're up and comers, man. They're 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 leading the way for this next wave. Them and a lot of other bands that we really fuck with, man. They're they're right there. They're making big moves. They're straight out of Florida, man. They've got such a unique thing going for them i've seen them live they put on great live like they're good people they make good music they put on great live shows the sky's the limit for cashed out and this is a statement piece it's a statement piece what do you think 
I think you're you're absolutely on that on point with that uh, visualization of who they are, what they are, what they do, what their niche is, and I, I love that you mentioned that they're an up and coming group, and I think that just being able to be a part of Reggae 360, we get to be a little bit more aware of you know so much reggae that's out there, and I hope that just by people listening to this, they're able to find new music to listen to. Um, you know, with that, hey, if you're a person that's listening to this right now, you've listened to the interview, you've gotten to this point in the music, um, if there's ever any suggestions, feel free to hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, comment, like, whatever, whatever you got to do, tell us what we should do different. If you want songs in the beginning or some songs first, maybe interview songs after, we want to help you enjoy this podcast in whatever way you think would be best, and we're always open to suggestions, but that said... You know, I I can be a little bit of a tender boy sometimes. You are a tender boy. And I'll tell you this. We're not looking for any suggestions. I don't want to hear any suggestions. You listen to this podcast, and you like it, and you love it. And if not, go listen to another podcast. I wish Bob Dylan had a problem with me. I'm just kidding. Don't. We love you. I I love you. Stay with me. Each and every week. I got you. Wish I could talk to Johnny Cash, and I would hand him some leaf. Sit on Johnny Walker, get advice for my piece. He'd say... All the whiles we were pretending All the nights were never ending They went on and on and on While the world outside is ending We go on and on and on Piano play inside my head until I'm elevated I stay away from all that bullshit, it's contaminated I let the smoke fill up my room until I'm acclimated And every day is fucking beautiful, let's celebrate it And I just wanna hear this melody play on forever These words they roam around my head until they fall together And I just wanna get so lost in this moment That we never find our way out and so endlessly we float on And that was Tender Boy by Dirty Heads. Dude, that's from their album, Blood Moon. Dirty Heads just dropped, man. What a massive release. Just like Cashed Out, they dropped that album. Dirty Heads dropped an album. Hip Abduction dropped an album. We're going to talk about all of them. Let's talk about Dirty Heads right now. This album was fire. There was a lot of different musical styles on this album i thought it was a little bit more rap heavy kind of similar to that catastro sound kind of that rap reggae rock mix it's just a really it's a really it's a mix of everything it's really 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 dope music i mean honestly this album is just a vibe man blood moon it's 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 music to drive to it's music to smoke to it's music that can fuel any road trip this album can entertain you when you're alone. It'll hang out with you. If you're by yourself, it'll keep you company. You'll find yourself singing along. It'll make you think. It'll make you feel good. It'll make you bob your head. Is it bob your head or bop your head? I mean, it's whatever you want it to be in the moment, JB. You know what? Don't use any genre-identifying language when you speak about the dirty heads, especially after this album. Um... I saw them once. I almost saw them once in concert until one of my buddies got a little too rowdy and got security to put them in a stranglehold. And I was over after that. 
almost saw them. I can't wait to see Dirty Heads again. That's on my bucket list. I'm going to see them. Speaking that into existence right now, I will see the Dirty Heads live and in person. Look, JB, sometimes you go to a show, you see an artist, and it's great. Other times you go to a show, somebody pees in public, and you get kicked out. It is it is what it is. We've all been there. I mean, define public. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not a smart man. I'm not going to go ahead and give you a definition on that. But what you're, I will give you. You're not a smart man. You're a tender boy. But I will say, man, when you listen to this album, you feel a little bit more confident afterwards, man. You might, you might listen to this album and take a girl out on a date and just sit there. Just with a smile on your face because you're so goddamn confident. This album is Banger City. Maybe they're from Bangor, Maine. Maybe they're Bangladeshian. Maybe they have some Bengal tigers. Maybe they use Bengay cream for arthritis. I don't know, dude. But that album was bangers. Speaking of. Biggest thing of reggae rock is, man, that was stick figure all for you. Their new single that just dropped last Friday. I mean, it's a stick figure song. We know what that sounds like. We know what stick figure does. We know what they bring to the table. We know they bring like a diverse layered sound and and just all you can do is just thank the Lord. <laughs> it's a new stick figure song. And this one, I think, has a little bit of a different element. It's a little bit more upbeat than a lot of other stick figure songs. And Scott, man, he kills it. It's got that signature sound, dude. Evan, you got you got a history with stick figure, man. You and I went to see them on New Year's Eve. We did. One eventful evening. <laughs> that was an eventful evening, JB. Let's just say some people got danced with that night. Is that fair to say? That's fair to say. <laughs> That's that's very fair to say. <laughs> 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 ah, shit. Um, stick figure, man. They're the biggest thing going. What's your personal thought on stick figure, man? 
Very quiet. <laughs> Evan, you've had a I long got nothing. day, I'm dude. A, I'm going to cut this part out. <laughs> I got nothing. Dude, don't cut it out. We'll leave it. We'll let it rock, baby. The people need to understand that the sacrifices that you make for this podcast to come out are such that it's almost 11 o'clock at night on a Tuesday after you worked a long-ass day and had band practice and had multiple margaritas at a Mexican restaurant and are still here doing the damn thing. People need to understand that sometimes your brain doesn't work, but you know what does work is that signature sound of steak fire, baby. That's just, just whew, that's like a nice little hot sauce put right on your taco, man, a little dab of that Chilean pepper spice, just the It'll get you fucking toe up from the flow up from the feet up all the way down to your toes and back in between and back and forth like a La Cerveza Mas Fina. It's a Corona Extra, Extra, Extra. It's a Corona Triple XL. Okay. <laughs> what else do you need to know? <laughs> Give me your best horse noise right now. Oh my god, dude! Oh, shit, I take everything I said back. People, Evan is uh, fully aware of all of everything that's happening right now. Oh my god, dude, that's nice. What is that? That sounds so nice. Oh, okay. Cause in the lights I lost myself So once in my lifetime I can feel Her hands run over me As we walk into fantasy All these ghosts can lay in wait She's a Future by the Hip Abduction. All about the future, baby. Yes, dude. Yes, 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 yes. The Hip Abduction. What a f- what an amazing band. We talked about this a little bit last week when we talked about their single. The Hip Abduction is like your favorite musicians, favorite band. I've heard them spoken highly of by multiple big reggae rock artist because I see what the hip abduction is doing and they're fans of them and I'm a fan of the hip abduction and when I listen to their music man it's just got that real positive upbeat vibe man like shit dude it's got that mass appeal aspect like a like a U2 song would right they got that fucking just dope upbeat vibe like a like something you'd hear at the FIFA uh, 2020 loading screen alright it's the definition of mellow feel good music it's music you listen to while you're rolling if you really want to just taste the rainbow if you know what I mean if you really 
want to just get to cloud nine. Take a little stroll to Ecstasyville. You might throw this album on. And this song, Future, <laughs> man, this is a live music. It's a song that's about living in the moment. Not even the moment, the future, forgetting the past, forgetting who you were, past mistakes, your partner, who they were, their past mistakes. It's all about now and the future. And that's a message that people need to know, man. There's a lot of people out there in the relationships that can't get past their partner's past. And the past is an interesting thing because it doesn't exist. You can't touch it. You can't live in it. You can't see it. Oh, maybe you can see it if you close your eyes and you visualize the past, I guess. But but really, it's a moment in time that's just gone. You can never get it back. And really, it doesn't matter. What matters is right now. Right the fuck now. You know what they say, JB? The anxious man lives in the future. The depressed man lives in the past. The wise man lives in the present. Shit, man. I mean, why do you think they call it the present? Because it's a present. To us, like a gift. I love unwrapping it with you every week on this podcast, JB. I feel like the only thing that could have made this album better by the hip abduction is that they had Eckhart Tolle featured on the song Future. But other than that, it was a flawless piece of work. Flawless, dude. Shouts out Hip Abduction, dynamic album, 10 out of 10, cashed out. 10 out of 10, Dirty Heads, 10 out of 10, Stick Figure, thank you for blessing us with music, Bunktown Falls, The Next Thing Poppin', Conquer Spliff, You Warm My Soul, Rhodes Icarus, I mean, bro, you just like, Matt Rhodes gets the ultimate respect from me, I'm just such a huge fan, a massive fan of that man's music. That's everything. That's all the music. That's all the music. That's all. Let's talk about the news real quick. What do we got? Because that's the other thing. We talk about the news. We talk about the music. Then we talk about the news. Let's run through a real quick we freak stomp. Holy shit. If you have an Instagram oh. and you follow Trapadelic, man, you saw the images of freak stomp. What a wild, wild scene. I love the fact that Mike Mike Pinto was getting the mix. Bumping Uglies was killing it. Huge crowds. Joint Operation was out there slaying. Little Stranger was doing their damn thing. And I would imagine that some babies got made uh, over the couple past couple of days out there in Ohio. Man, Free Stomp just looked like a massive success. We got to get out there next year, Evan, dude. I, I mean, you might have to dress up like Freddie Mercury and we just get out there, man, and just have a good time because that seems like what it's all about. Um, also, Derek, the trumpeteer, He's in The Sex, which is a segment of Chopadelic, was rocking a Reggae 360 shirt on Instagram, and that was just dope. That was real dope. Also, Josh Stupid, uh, our Florida rep, interviewed Vanalia and Resonated. We've dropped both on Reggae360.com. We've teased both on Instagram, so check that shit out. Josh is the man. He's a just a passionate dude when it comes to reggae rock music. He's a good interviewer. So find out what these people have to say, man, because Vanillian resonated. They're on the up and up. Also, Ballyhoo 
is coming out with some new music on the 23rd. It's called Sounds of the Summer 2019. A couple new songs, Dark Sunglasses, California King. Evan, you're a big fan of light sunglasses. What do you think of dark sunglasses? Uh, I'm also a fan of dark sunglasses. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the occasion, you know? You'd have a pair of sunglasses for every occasion. <laughs> what? All right. Hey, you know what, man? If that's your answer, dude, we'll go with it, dude. We'll love and die with that answer, man. This is a pair of sunglasses for every occasion. California King is dope, obviously. It's an innuendo, man. I'm a California King because I was born in California. That's a fact. And I'm a goddamn king. And I sleep on a California King, which is the most comfortable mattress, man. If you don't have one, you need to get one, dude. It's California King. I can't wait to see what Howie does in terms of the lyricism with those two songs. So in the meantime, I'll just wait and see, man. The Movement announced the tour with the Elevators and the Late Ones, Ways of the World Tour. They're coming to Boston November 16th. Can you put together a better tour? Jesus Christ, I can't. I can't think of three bands I'd rather see uh, performing in perfect harmony than those three, The Movement, The Elevators, and The Late Ones. God damn, man, I might fucking transport to a different universe after being at that concert, man. It just might blow my mind, dude. My mind be, might be blown after November 16th. I might not be able to do this podcast anymore. That's a dope concert, man. Check their Instagram for dates. If you're in even a hundred mile vicinity of one of these concerts you better get to it because that's where you need to be i promise you that and when you get there and you experience it then come back and tell me how dope it was what else is happening harbor boys man they're in the studio cooking up some new music i see them teasing on ig man they got that new music coming harbor boys they're a dope squad out of maryland check them out you've you've heard some singles on record 360 but you're about to hear a lot more because they're fucking putting that work in dude evan positive thought of the week go Wait, wait, pause. You said you, you have a California King? Do you really have a California King bed? Nah, dude, I lied. I got a queen mattress. Why'd you oh, have dude, to call me out fuck? like that? Fuck, dude. I was going to say, that's pretty sick. Anyways, positive thought of the week. Um, I can do that on the spot right now, no problem. So, just to speak on present, past, future, and you making fun of me right now, you know, a lot of people worry about uh, being in the perfect moment. They, they want everything to be perfect, whether it's, you know, maybe you don't feel like you have the right car, you're not the right person for your moment, you might not have the right job, your hobbies might not be doing what you want them to for you right now. But as long as you believe that tomorrow is a better day, you've got hope and not everybody even realizes they can have hope. You've got something, you've got something positive to look forward to. And if you can even look at tomorrow as being better than today, you've got something, you've got something golden that you can hold on to and believe in. And you just got to hold on to that, that, that thought, that fact that every day can be better and you can improve upon everything that you have every day that you live And that little mistakes don't matter. Um, you're just always building towards that, that life that you want. JB. Damn dude. That's uh those are wise words, man. I appreciate that. I'd say that, uh, my positive thought of the week is whatever your job is, whatever you do for a living, however you make your money. I don't care what it is. Have passion. Enjoy it. Have fun doing your job. Be enthusiastic. You know, if you go to a restaurant and you have a waiter or a waitress that is miserable, they don't like their job, maybe they're just having a bad day. If that's the case, I apologize to them. Um, but you can tell when somebody doesn't like doing what they're doing, they're miserable, they're kind of half-assing it, and that those bad vibes, they rub off on you. You know, you might have a bad experience at a – uh, a store or a gas station or a restaurant and maybe that puts you in a bad mood you know but 
we all know that person that loves their job and is full of energy and smiles and is enthusiastic, you know, whether it's a waiter or a waitress or, you know, a janitor or a fucking CEO. You can tell when somebody genuinely enjoys their job and they're happy and positive and that shit hits you different. And that spreads positive vibes. It's infectious. It's a snowball effect. You treat people with fucking positive energy because you're happy because you like your job. Even if you don't like your job, lie to yourself. Find a reason to fucking love it and exude that because you impact people around you. And if we're all putting out positive vibes, everybody wins. So do that shit. And if you don't like your job, start making a move. But no matter what, enjoy it. Pretend to enjoy it. Convince yourself you enjoy it. Love it. You got nothing else. That's all. Well, hopefully they got something else. Uh, I hope so, too, man. You know, I really yeah. do. I really, 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 really do. Um, sorry. I mean, you were you were done with your thought, and I kind of just trashed it there. That was rude of me, but. Listen, right now my job is a podcaster, Evan, and I love it, dude. Love I love it. love this job, and I love that you just did that because it's all about la, 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 love. And positive energy. Doop, doop, doop. That's where I get 360, baby. Let us know how we did this week. Follow us on Instagram. Comment, man. Follow us everywhere you can. Follow us down the street if you see us in person and accost us on a dark alley and tell us we're doing a good job. We love you. Thank you. Bless up. Lord of mercy. Evan. JB. Say goodbye. Oh, goodbye, folks.